0: On the cutting edge of the new mainstream, Christine Upchurch is passionate about bringing together science, psychology, and spirituality in a way that can be applied to our everyday lives for true transformation. The Christine Upchurch Show, stellar conversations to illuminate your journey, engages some of the most inspired visionaries on the planet in lighthearted, lively dialogue. Join us as we explore the expansive nature of reality in a down-to-earth way, offering you insights and tools empowering you to become that bright light you're meant to be now here's your host Christine Upchurch
1: hello everybody welcome and happy new year you might be listening live here in the Seattle area on 1150 a.m. KKNW you might be listening live anywhere around the world on TransformationTalkRadio.com or after the fact on one of those 50 some odd different places this ends up including on christineupchurch.com But wherever and whenever you're joining us from today, you're going to be happy you did join us. And before we talk about who our guest is today and how we're talking about a different sort of topic, you know, change of pace, I'm going to say hello to the man behind the technology across the counter there, Mr. Benny Mathers. Good morning, Benny. Happy
2: birthday to me. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Me. I could be a president. Happy birthday, birthday to you.
0: Yeah! <laughs> I took full advantage of today to make sure that's known. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I wouldn't have known that
1: had I like looked at Facebook this morning. Oh, you've been busy driving and getting here. It's okay. There's yeah, no other priorities. Happy birthday, oh, Benny. Thank you. Appreciate it. 42 young. Yes. Yeah, you seem like a youngster to me. A pup, <laughs> yeah. Manson
2: Mitchell. That's what they dubbed me in the last hour.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah.
2: Stick with that as much as I can get.
1: And I love the fact that you're willing to celebrate it yourself, because so many people are waiting for other people to give them permission. Yeah. But you should celebrate, and I'm so grateful you were born. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they got a little two there. That's really good. Thank you. I appreciate that. Do you have any fun plans?
2: Uh, Well, um, the Seahawks have a pretty major, uh, important playoff game tomorrow, so I'll probably be uh, seeing that somewhere. Until Uh then, just taking it easy
1: today. So, you know, my son's mother is on the same day. Birthday is the same day as mine, too. that's right. So we've got some plans with the boys going out. Probably have some lunch and stuff like that. Just Uh hang out, and uh, we'll see where the day takes us.
2: Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well,
1: happy birthday to you. Thank you. I'm really grateful about our guest today because – He's bringing something really important to the world. And the person I'm talking about is Vincent James. He, with his wife, Joanne, he's the founder of the national nonprofit called Keep Music Alive. And he's also helped create two international music holidays, Cheech Music Week and Kids Music Day. Each year, they partner with hundreds of music schools, music retailers, and other musical organizations to offer free lessons to new students. And they also hold events which benefit and celebrate kids playing music. Kids Music Day has also enlisted the support of over a dozen celebrities as Kids Music Day ambassadors, including Julie Andrews, Richie Sambora, Nancy Wilson of Heart, Sarah McLaughlin, and Todd Rundgren. Vincent and Joanne are also authors of the book series 88 Plus Ways Music Can Change Your Life, featuring over 100 inspirational music stories from around the world including those of a number of celebrities their mission is to help more kids and adults reap the academic social and therapeutic benefits of playing music and we're going to talk to vincent about what those benefits are he's also a recording artist and founder of lovesongs.com and he's written dozens of custom songs for clients all around the world i'd like to welcome our guest today vincent james hey vincent
3: well, hello, Christine. Thanks so much for having me on your show today. Oh, it's
1: nice to have you here. And um, I do have to t- to disclose to people that you and I met, Oh gosh, I think it was either at the TEDx or at Quantum Leap. I'm trying to remember which.
3: Yeah, I don't remember which was first either. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, and you you were th- you were there behind the scenes at at my um, at where where I did my TEDx and TEDx Wilmington, yeah. and you were micing me up and you were a volunteer there. And it was like, it was so great. I was really grateful to have somebody who's zen and calm and pleasant, (laughs) you know, helping me to calm down before I got out there on stage and got filmed and presented to 100 people. So um, thank you for that.
3: You're very welcome. It can be a very, you know intimidating situation, you know, you're going out there on stage, you know, not only with the audience there live, but, the, you know, you have these three cameras pointing at you. <laughs> exactly. And, <laughs> and I know... it's going out into the world live and, uh, you know, it's, it's good to have people on the sidelines that could kind of yeah. bring the energy, you know, a little calmer, you know, up, but calm.
1: Uh-huh. And I know that you've also, you know, been on the stage as a TEDx presenter. What was your TEDx topic?
3: Um, my topic was Three trends that are killing the future of music.
1: Oh, oh, that's fascinating, and that's up there on on uh, uh, TEDx Wilmington. So if you Google Vincent James and and TEDx, you'll yeah, it'll find come it.
3: right up on YouTube.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm always fascinated by how a person gets to where they are in life, and I know <laughs> that you, you you play instruments and and you can talk to us about that. But what? ever inspired you to take this route of bringing music to kids?
3: Well, it's a very funny path that I traveled, uh, Christine. So, I mean, for many years I did my own musical thing, you know, writing songs both for myself as an artist but for other people, uh, managing bands, uh, booking shows, uh, working in recording studios, doing all sorts of different musical things. Uh, but never really finding that any one of them was like my perfect place that I wanted to be uh-huh. and then one day I was listening to a teleseminar about how everyone has a book inside them you know mm. that they need to write right and i 'm thinking well i don 't know what i 'm going to write a book about, but what the heck i 'll listen and uh it was actually on that call uh four and a half years ago where uh it was like a light of, bolt of lightning that hit me, you know this idea of you know what about putting out a book of inspirational music stories about how music really impacted people's lives?
2: Uh-huh.
3: Uh, you know, sort of a chicken soup for the music lover soul. And, you know, I got all excited, goosebumps, ran up to tell Joanne, you know, my wife, like, you know,
2: I really want to do this.
3: This is something I think, you know, I see, see and feel so much value in. And that was kind of where the whole journey began, you know. You know, Keep Music Alive came along kind of with that and the music holidays after that. And, mm-hmm. and four and a half years later, we are motoring along
1: yes and you've had some really impressive endorsements um from people like julie andrews which is just mind-boggling to me that you know i remember when you announced that that was one of your uh, kids music day ambassadors and it's just so exciting that there are other people who are now supporting that that cause that came from that that moment where you had that bolt of lightning right
3: right right it's kind of it's amazing to me as well to look back and think back to that time when I had this, you know, little idea about this book and to see what it turned into. Mm-hmm. And and we're still mind boggled, you know, by the fact, you know, people like Julie Andrews have, you know, want to support what we're doing. Uh, you know, we get out of bed in the morning and pinch ourselves.
2: Right, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> and a
3: little side story with that, and that, you know, it literally took us four years of, you know, trying to connect with her people. Uh, you know, you. With celebrities, you're trying to connect with their agents, their managers, publicists, uh, anyone yeah. on the inside circle,
1: right, and they're pretty well uh, insulated The the bigger yeah, bigger celebrity, know, the more insulated they are
3: yeah you know, right right and rightly so-
2: uh-huh.
3: and then we you know we were trying to connect originally to see if she would like to contribute a story in the first book, the uh-huh. first volume of eighty eight ways music uh, and we never received any response at all, you know, yes, no, maybe we're here, mm-hmm. we're not here right. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we kept reaching out over time with different things. And then, you know, one month we reached out, okay, you know, would Julie you know like to be a Kids' Music Day ambassador, you know, as part of our third annual Kids' Music Day, which was in October. And we got an email back pretty quickly within like a week that said, yes, Julie would love to be a Kids' Music Day ambassador. And we practically fell out of our chair.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, my goodness.
2: <laughs> uh-huh.
3: So the lesson there is to, you know, no never means, you know, no, just means not now.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, people don't respond for so many different reasons, and we all invent reasons in our head why right. people don't respond to the questions we ask. Yeah, but if they don't give a response, it doesn't mean no necessarily. It means you know, try again. Yeah, and ask a different question. Ask and next week.
1: <laughs> and I often think that um, we need to keep asking. However, we also need to trust in the timing and the wisdom of of when we do get that answer. Because oh, absolutely. Because
3: things will come in the time when they're meant to be. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So what kind of musical instruments do you play?
3: Well, I started out in the fourth grade on the trombone Uh and played trombone all through, you know, senior year of high school, marching band, concert band, jazz band. Uh, And around sixth grade or so, uh, my mom had always wanted to play the piano. And she uh, talked my dad into getting a piano into the house so that she could take lessons. And, uh-huh. and boy, let me tell you, when I saw that piano, I was like, "What is this?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: you know, and you know, begged to, you know, can I have lessons? You know, and I started playing, uh, taking classical piano lessons at that time,
2: mm-hmm.
3: and probably picked up the guitar a year or two later. Mostly because back in the day, you know, if you were going to go out and play and, you know, try to play in a band with your friends, it was a lot cheaper to get a guitar than a keyboard. Sure.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
3: (laughs) Back in that day. And you didn't really want to have to lug around that real piano.
1: (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, that's interesting. So um, we're going to go to a quick break. But when we return, I'm going to want you to share with our listeners some concrete benefits that music can have in our lives and also share some of the inspirational stories. Um, We're going to go to a quick break, but stay tuned for more about the 88 ways that music can benefit you and Vincent James. I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. As a former research statistician, my scientific background is what many would call sensible. For more than a decade now, I have been working in the field of energy medicine, facilitating sessions and teaching around the world. People from the mainstream often ask me, how did a sensible woman like you end up working in such an alternative field? Implicit in their question is the underlying assumption that the field of subtle energy, such as energy healing and intuition, isn't sensible. But I believe it is very sensible. Even scientists are able to measure aspects of this. Approaching life from an energetic perspective brings us new opportunity for healing and transformation. And from a practical standpoint, even if you can't rationally explain how something works, if you experience a shift from it, then doesn't it make it pretty sensible? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836.
4: Are you ready to finally feel empowered and knowledgeable in your political stance? Let Marsha Padilla Goad educate you on exactly how important grassroots advocacy is in a relatable way to all perspectives. Tune in to Grassroots Advocacy Radio with Marcia every first Tuesday of the month at 12 p.m. Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Visit DynamicsInPublicAffairs.com.
5: Are you ready to shift gears from spiritual seeker to spiritual rock star? Let Nova Whiteman be your aligning force that will help you navigate the ups and downs of this human experience. Tune in to Spiritual Alignment Radio with Nova Whiteman every second Tuesday at 12 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more, visit NovaWhiteman.com. That's N-O-V-A-W-I-G-H-T-M-A-N.com. What is holding you back from living the life you are meant to live? Why is it vital to believe in something bigger than yourself? Are you in physical or emotional pain? Tune in monthly to Vibrant Purposeful Living. Awaken the vibrant life within you with Lou Paradise and Dr. Pat on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Lou's passion is to help everyone experience positive solutions for life. Find out more about Lou with Vibrant Purposeful Living
0: at LouParadise.com. Talk radio. Welcome back to the Christy Knapp Show here on KKNW
1: and Transformation Talk Radio. We're talking to Vincent James, author of 88 w- Ways Music Can Change Your Life. So I, I know that there are a lot of inspirational stories in um, your books. But Vincent, are there particular documented benefits of playing and listening to music?
3: Oh, absolutely, Christine. I mean, there have been so many, you know, studies that have been done over the years, and we're still diving in, you know, learning and reading and, you know, trying to expand our own knowledge. Uh, but, you know, starting with kids in school, you know, when, when music and art are part of the school's program, uh, you know, regularly scheduled classes, uh, you know, they see improvements in everything from their test scores, you know, in math and science and English. Uh, if they increase... Attendance, you know, when there's like an arts program where the kids are really enthused to be involved in that. More kids will, you know, stop calling out of school and then actually show up because they feel like there's something there that they're really enjoying. Uh, On top of that, there's like a lot of soft skills that kids pick up, everything from, you know, perseverance, uh, discipline. Uh, you know, you're learning to play an instrument, and, you know, guess what? The first time you put that sheet music up there and you're trying it out, you're like, you know what, this doesn't work out so well.
2: Sure.
3: But but they learn that, you know, they practice it, you know, practice 30 minutes a day, four or five days a week, and after a couple of weeks, you know what? They are, actually start to sound really good.
2: Uh-huh. And they,
3: they get that feedback, that internal feedback to themselves to build confidence that, yes, when they, you know, spend time on something, they can uh, see improvement. Uh, It improves their social skills if they're playing as part of any type of band or ensemble. You know, they're learning how to play as part of a team, you know, not Uh unlike a sports team where it's not just, you know, about yourself. You're learning how to play together and get cues from each other. And you build up so many friendships. You know, I know our own daughter uh, really didn't experience many friendships, uh, you know, all through the middle school years. But in high school, she joined the marching band and it was like, you know, she had an instant group of friends Uh that lasted her all through school that was. Incredibly
1: valuable yeah it, it's interesting because I, I was involved in drama in school and and I was in chorus too but that that artistic Avenue it there's a, a different kind of camaraderie than you get say in math class <laughs> it, Seriously, I mean I and I was a math major in college you know went into theoretical statistics in grad school so I've got that science background but that there's something about the arts where you're coming together as a team to create something that it, it creates a different kind of connection.
2: Yes, yes, you're doing
3: something creatively that's fun. Yes. And the thing about music is what we do know is music is one of the few activities we do as humans that actually uses both sides of our brain, you know, the left the logical side on the left and the uh, creative side on the right. Oh,
2: so right. when
3: kids start learning to play an instrument, you know, early in their developmental years, they're actually building additional neuron connections. That they would not have otherwise, and they retain those, you know, throughout their other schooling years, whether it's high school and college and, and into adulthood, and that enables them to be a lot more creative in whatever career they're going into. Which is why so many doctors, you know, scientists, inventors, entrepreneurs, you know, they credit part of their success to the music and arts, you know, education they had as a child.
1: Yeah, you know, Vincent, I, I got chills when you're you're talking about, you know, creating those those connections between the two sides of the brains, because um, in terms of our creativity, yeah, the right side of the brain, it's simplification, but the right side of the brain relates to creativity, but it also relates to our intuitive connection. And I think that when we can be more connected and put it into the rational, um, external life that we're living as well, then we become what i consider to be more spiritually deliberate we we are um more connected with others more connected to the soul if you will and mm-hmm. it's it's really important so the fact that early music training can create that is incredibly significant
2: yeah
3: no absolutely when i when i first learned that you know, i was like wow wow that, that explains a lot
1: <laughs> yeah Okay, so, so those are
3: some of the you know the you know ch- children and, and music education and now as adults you know we experience many benefits as well mm-hmm. you know everything from keeping our brains healthier as we get older, uh, happier. I mean, when we play music and, and often when we listen to music, you know, uh, there's a chemical in our brain that gets released in increased quantities called dopamine, uh-huh. and this is like the feel good chemical right. you know, that you get. You know. The, you get, you know, as a runner, you know, they call it the runner's high, where it just it, it the levels increase and you actually feel happier, and you don't know why, but it's <laughs> it's the music. Uh, you can it strengthens your heart. You know, they've used music to help patients that are suffering from heart di- disease uh, improve their vascular health and, and speed really? up their recovery. Yes, because it, it, music re- uh, also increases another chemical uh, called Uh that. That actually create that change, and and then even beyond that, you know, they use music to help uh, boost immune systems and reduce pain. You know, if you're suffering from pain after an operation, they've learned that music can help reduce the level of pain that you're feeling. And uh-huh. the scientific basis for that is music reducing another level, another hormone called cortisol. Right. You know, in your body, and so you know, music is having a huge effect on the. You know, physiological aspects of our bodies uh, that we had no idea, you know, 50, 100 years ago.
1: Yeah. You know, this is fascinating, Vincent. Um, I'm curious, though, is there a particular type of music, say, to boost the immune system or to reduce pain?
3: Well, I think it really comes down to a personal choice. I mean, Mm -hmm. music that generally you feel a positive reaction to is what's going to give you that effect. I think, you know, as a general statement, uh, you know, uplifting music, positive music. Mm -hmm. Now, I guess, you know, and I don't really know this for sure, but, you know, if you're a big heavy metal fan and that's what you, you know, you really get off on listening to, you know, what we call, you know, screaming vocals, you know, loud guitars. And that's what really does it for you. I don't know that that will have the same effect even on you, but if that's Mm -hmm. what your favorite music is probably need some more individualized studies, you know, Uh where, you know, they compare, you know, more control, more controls on the different types of music and the different patients and what their favorite type of music is. But it generally goes along with what your favorite music is.
1: Interesting. So, um, I know that there's been, I I believe that there've been some studies looking at the music, music effect, the musical effect on plants, um, and I think that type of music is important. But, of course, plants are different than humans. And I know we humans have our individual preferences. That, that would be a very interesting question to answer about whether, you know, whether classical is better than punk rock, you know, kind of thing.
3: Right, right. And I know they have done studies with cats and dogs, you know, where they, and I don't remember, the, unfortunately, the, the specific details where, you know, they have found out that cats tend to generally like, you know, certain type of music over others and Uh dogs tend to like a certain type of music different from cats
1: (laughs) interesting uh
3: and you know plants would probably you know have their own vibrational you know it has to do with the vibrations that we all sure all the particles in our body are undergoing and when you music resonates at our at the same vibrational frequency that our body particles are are vibrating i think that's where you get the benefit
1: Yeah, that makes perfect sense because, you know, we are vibrational beings and, you know, scientists have discovered that we have light emanating beyond the edges of our body. And same thing is true of animals and plants, all living things.
2: Yeah, or, right.
1: Yeah. So, um, and, you know, in science they call it biofields. Some will call it energy fields. But yes, indeed, it's the auras of, you know, that have been talked about for thousands of years. And I imagine that music affects those which in turn affects us. And, um, you know, one of the interesting things about healing, there are there's some scientific evidence that the biochemical process of healing begins beyond the edges of our body. Interestingly enough, somehow there's some communication beyond the edge of the body and then it triggers the biochemical reaction and the healing process within the physical body. So I think about, you know, music affecting our vibrational field and in turn uh, affecting our health and well-being. That makes perfect sense.
3: No, it certainly does, and I uh, certainly a lot more learning for myself to go. You know, to really totally, well, I'll never totally, <laughs> well, never totally know everything about it. But you know, I, I love learning more and being able to share more information about how the how and the why, you uh-huh. know, music and and other things can really, you know, improve our bodies.
1: And you know that I think it's great that there's science, but in your book you focus on personal stories and stories shift our perceptions of of reality it affects us more deeply i think oftentimes than the science itself can you you know in the next three minutes or so share a story of of how somebody was personally affected in a big way by music
3: sure sure Uh, one particular story came from a, a shaman named miguel uh whose mother was suffering you know severe uh alzheimer's and you know she had been placed you know, in a a home because she really needed 24-hour care, you know, position she was in. Uh And typically her head would be down, you know, in a catatonic state, not responsive to anything, you know, but he would still come and spend time with her, you know, on a regular basis. And one day he took her out for a drive while he was running errands. Uh And just without even thinking about it, he started singing to himself an old uh, Latin song that his mother had sung to him as a child. Right. And so he's singing, and then all of a sudden his mother in the passenger side lights up start singing along with him,
2: Wow! Uh, you
3: know, word for word, melody for melody. And he practically crashes the car in (laughs) disbelief. (laughs) Like, what the heck? Uh, And, you know, he pulls over and just, you know, they continue singing. They're singing the song together. And he just, you know, he just couldn't believe. For him, that was a life-changing moment, you know, where he really saw firsthand the miracle of music. What it can do and bringing his mother back to him just for that, you know, short instant and how much that meant to him and seeing how much it appeared to mean to her in that moment. Uh, Because when, you know, when the song is over, I see this in nursing homes when I played music, you know, they'll be up and singing, you know, singing with you. But as soon as you stop, they kind of just go back.
1: Interesting. So it it awakens something even in the the catatonic brain of, you know, somebody with advanced Alzheimer's. That's. That's really fascinating. Uh, We're going to go to another quick break, but stay tuned for more with Vincent James.
4: Calling all ladies. Are you struggling with neck, back, shoulder pain, or postural issues? who actually might have a related bra problem. Talk to Maria Monti at the Healthy Bra Company. She is a professional postural therapist who offers custom fitted, custom altered bras in 2,500 size combinations specific to your body type, shape, size, anatomical features, and breast weight. Call Maria today to find out more at 360-815-3205.
1: I'm Peggy Snow with another Stellar Reflections Minute. Presence, or what we think of as being fully in the moment, is a key element in the process of healing work. As a practitioner facilitating a session, genuine presence takes us out of our heads where we tend to decide what is and maybe what should be for the client and moves us into direct experience where we're available to witness the person in their wholeness. In this receptive realm, our senses are heightened and expanded, allowing us to perceive what's seeking to unfold and to interact in the moment. There's something profoundly powerful that happens when healing is approached in this simple, pure way. Balance can be restored and healing can take place on multiple levels. If you'd like more information about the services we offer at Stellar Reflections, visit us at StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425 425- 999 9836. Welcome back to the Christine Upchurch Show here on KKNW and Transformation Talk Radio. I'm enjoying my conversation today with Vincent James. We are talking about the benefits of playing and listening to music. And um, Vincent, I know that you've got a lot of stories. They're really, some of them are profoundly inspirational in your book. Um, 88 Ways, let's see, that music can change your life. And I know that you've got some celebrity stories. Can you share one of those?
3: Oh, sure, absolutely. So one of our favorite stories, in fact, it was one of the first stories we received, came from a gentleman named Simon Kirk. And Simon is uh, the drummer, actually, in the band called uh, Bad Company. Uh-huh. And he hits back in the 70s. I know oh, I've yeah, I remember something. them well. <laughs> 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 Can't get enough of you, love. <laughs> So many great songs. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and he was also in the band with that same lead singer called Free. Uh, they had the huge hit that's still played today on classic radio, classic rock radio called uh, All Right Now.
1: Oh, I didn't realize all that. All
3: okay. Right yeah. Now. Baby, it's All Right Now. So Simon has a long history uh, in the music industry, and uh, he, along with you know, playing music, He also has done a lot of different uh, tutorials and drum clinics over the years. Uh And he tells us the story how uh, he was doing this drum clinic over in the U.K. several years back, and, you know, he's up on stage, and, you know, the the auditorium is dark, so he can't see out there, and as he's up on the stage with his drum set and different accessories, he's demonstrating different drums and different techniques, you know, he starts hearing this clicking sound coming from somewhere in the auditorium. Uh And, you know... Being a drummer, that can be a little unnerving when you're trying to do percussive things and there's this other percussive thing going on (laughs) somewhere around you. And he was, you know, but he's a professional. He's just like, I don't know what it is. I can't change it, so I'm just going to continue on. And, you know, he keeps pulling out different drums, different cymbals, different uh, percussion uh, instruments and uh, demonstrating them. And it just off and on just keeps happening. He keeps hearing this click, 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 click sound going on. And after a while, you know, he's actually starting to get a little bit, you know, ticked off. Like, you know, who's making these sounds when I'm up here trying to do this? Uh, But, you know, he doesn't say anything on stage. He just keeps on, keeps his professional air on. And, uh, And finally, at the very end, you know, he finishes up. And for the very first time, you know, the house lights go up in the auditorium. And now he can finally see the whole auditorium. And there, along the back row... What he sees is a row of wheelchairs, Uh and there are children in the wheelchairs, and they're holding drumsticks. Children with muscular dystrophy that all along have been holding drumsticks, and they've been playing with him the entire time.
1: Oh, my goodness. And
3: he just, like, couldn't, you know, his heart just jumped out of his mouth. He just couldn't believe it. Uh, You know, his heart melted. He jumped off the stage. He went to the back of the auditorium, and he knelt, knelt down and you know, shook each one of their hands and said, thank you thank you so much for playing with me today. That really meant a lot to me.
2: Oh, and, you know, that's great. The, you know,
3: first time, the first several times we read that story, I literally went to tears. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. oh, gosh. That's this so shows good. shows you you
3: never really know what's truly going on, uh-huh. you know, and, and and then on top of that to see what music was meaning to these children and how uh-huh. they were able to participate with them uh, and play and what it meant to them, uh-huh. I mean,
1: that's just amazing. That's so great. You know, it's um, it. It just reminded me of um, how e- every year I go to the no- Northwest Boys Choir and Vocal Point. Um, uh-huh. It's where they do it's lessons and carols, and they're an amazing choir. And um, but they they also like every other um, or every two or three um, songs the the audience participates as well. And it doesn't sound nearly as good, but it's really <laughs> fulfilling to have that aspect of it too. Oh, so, absolutely. So why is it those of us who aren't very good at, say, singing or playing piano or guitar, whatever it might be, uh, who are, or who have never done music before, why is it important that we sort of step beyond that feared or you know uneasiness about it and actually do it?
3: Well, I think it's that's such an important, you know, point that you bring up, Christine. I mean, we all you know, how many people how many times have you heard someone say, Oh, I can't sing,
2: I mm-hmm. can't sing?
3: Mm-hmm. Well, that's a bunch of you know, baloney. <laughs> we can all sing. It's whether we choose to or not. And how many of us who say that we can't sing, you know, will sing, you know, in the shower uh-huh.
2: right. in the car,
3: radio, yep. you know, when no one else is listening. Uh, it's just it brings up your energy. I mean, you know when you are singing when you are participating or you're playing another instrument and especially if you're doing in a group and you're feeling the energy of the music and voices all around you uh, i don't know that there's another feeling that really compares with that you know when you're in you know like you said you're with the chorus and Uh maybe it doesn't sound as good when everyone else is singing with them but i tell you what i bet you the
2: energy feels a lot better
1: (laughs) yeah it does and it it, it's a nice balance between the two and um Yeah, to be able to sing some of the traditional hymns. Uh, I was raised in the Christian church, and and that was Uh an important part of Christmas for me. And my mother was always involved in the choir and and, uh, that sort of thing. So it it really does mean something to me to to sing the song. And even though it's, I always feel like I'm not sure which octave to sing it in because (laughs) it's just, it's not geared towards my voice. You know, it's like I tend to sing a little lower than what most women do. But, um, it, yeah, it was very fulfilling, and it, it also brought back memories of my childhood. And so that yep. that's the connection, that musical, musical connection I have to my childhood and growing up and what it means to me. And I think that um, if I don't listen to that music during the Christmas season, then it's far less meaningful to me.
3: Oh, absolutely absolutely i mean we like to say that music is a magical time machine that brings us back you know when you first yes. met someone your first uh-huh. aunt your wedding there's experiences in church growing up i mean i totally relate to your experience christine because you know all through church growing up you know people were singing a lot more than yes uh you have the whole you know church singing uh you know christmas time easter time in particular uh-huh. and the voices around uh and I will tell you now. When I, you know, whenever I hear those songs, especially sung by a group, you know, or if I'm in a church or a situation where we're singing one of those, you know, really special songs—I'll call it special songs—you right. know, Christmas time. I literally, I'm singing along, and I'm trying not to cry
2: uh-huh. <laughs> right, right. when I'm doing
3: it because it just means I'm, I'm tearing up now. <laughs> it just means so very much to me, and you know, you just can't explain it, but just the feeling powerful.
1: It is. It is. And and it is interesting th- the way music connects us to our past. And I thought, gosh, I was shopping somewhere. I was shopping at a bead store. I was uh-huh. doing some mosaics work and I needed some beads. And they were playing sort of what I consider to be great music. It was music from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And I thought, this is so wonderful. And I realized it was at a stage of my life where I was sort of really getting into music. And um, it connected me to a part of myself that i had sort of i don't know not paid attention to for a long long time right, you know, that right. part that part of me that felt um hopeful curious and and it, it's not that i don't or, feel hopeful and curious now but there was a different kind of energy to it when it was i was more, 12 it
3: was nat- yeah it was more natural then and they do it they have done you know surveys where the music that people tend to latch on to
2: uh-huh.
3: is the music that we, you know, first experience, you know, in our teenage years and young adult, you know, like 15 to 22. Right. That's the music that stays with us, you know, for the rest of our lives. And we may listen to other stuff, but when we put on that music from that time of our youth, our younger years, it just really does something special, you know, to our, to our minds, our brains, our souls, and really connects us back to that time, you know, where, like, you know, it was a different time in our life. You know, we didn't have, we weren't, we were looking all ahead. We weren't yes. looking back at all. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, are We were right. all looking ahead.
1: You're right. So, okay, so we know that there are some benefits to music. How do we go about utilizing that in a way that helps us with our immune system, helps us with our happiness, you know, whatever?
3: Well, there are, there are a number of ways. Uh, that you know we can all utilize music to you know improve our health, improve our lives, improve our happiness, and also of those of you know some of our family members. Uh, the very first one I'll, I'll give out is you know start learning to play an instrument. You know if uh-huh. you've ever thought about it, even if you haven't thought about it, I can't count the number of times someone has come up to me and said, you know, I always wish I had learned to play the piano right. or the guitar. I'm like, you can't. It's never too late. Uh, my one guitar student. He came to me when he was 80 years old Uh and asked me if I would teach him to play the guitar.
2: Wow,
3: 80. Four years later, he's still taking guitar lessons every week, except Uh when he disappears for two months into Florida (laughs) when (laughs) when it's really cold. (laughs) Uh, But, yes, and, you know, was it more difficult for him starting? Absolutely. It Uh took a while to build up his calluses on the fingers to play the guitar. Sure. But the benefits that he's receiving, you know, both, you know, his soul, his spirit, his happiness, and you know, helping his you know brain activity. Even his wife has commented that you know she really feels like it's helping him, which is why he keeps coming.
2: That's great. Uh, week that's after great.
3: week, and learning songs. So I mean, that's one you know, off the top, and we can talk about others in a little bit. Yeah. But absolutely, you know, don't you know, you can pick up a guitar, a ukulele, an uh, expensive keyboard, fifty to hundred dollars to get started. And whether you see a private teacher, uh, go to a local music school, or start with YouTube tutorials, you know.
1: It's a different world now with YouTube, isn't it?
3: Yes, you can learn how to play almost any instrument under the sun. I mean, they didn't have that when I was a kid. No, me neither, (laughs) me neither.
1: We're going to go to another quick break, but when we return, um, more ways to benefit from music. Have you been seeing numbers like 111 and 222 everywhere you go? Do you feel that the universe may be trying to get your attention, perhaps offering a message of some sort? As it turns out, numerical patterns and certain types of geometry form the very fabric of our reality, from cells under a microscope to the astronomy of our night sky. At Stellar Reflections, we offer special sessions which tap into these patterns designed specifically to support you on your journey. The 111 and 222 activations are sessions activating new patterns in your energy field, which in turn can help you create new patterns in your life. After just one session with a practitioner, either in person or via distance, clients report gaining greater clarity, becoming more intuitive and honoring their inner truth as they move forward in their lives. Curious about what these transformational sessions might do for you? Call 425-999-9836 or visit StellarReflections.com. That's StellarReflections.com.
4: Heaven on Earth, your online school of divinity Building your inner coach as you lay down your foundation in the new earth with you as the authority. Take action now. The number one challenge people face every day is the negative voice in their head. We work each day to turn negatives into positives. It's all a matter of perception. Our challenge at this time is to remain intensely positive and focused, creating the world we wish to live in. Wake up on purpose with Cornelia's daily online positive messages guiding us in the new paradigm. Raise yourself into happiness and inner peace daily. Elevate your personal frequency Free from negativity and reprogram yourself step-by-step, shifting your energy patterns with positive repetition, daily building your new earth with someone you trust. All the heavy lifting has been done for you. Wake up happy with CorneliaStephanieVIP.com. Try free for seven days now.
1: I'm Christine Upchurch, and this is a Stellar Reflections Minute. Years ago when facing cancer, without any immediate treatment options... I sought healing by making various life changes. For a while, I followed a very restrictive diet. I often found myself obsessing about which foods were good and which ones were bad. Then one day, I realized I was consuming foods based on fear, fear of not getting well. But I didn't want to make choices out of fear anymore. I decided it was far better for my immune system if I allowed myself to experience the joy that came from, say, eating frozen yogurt than it was for me to ingest the fear that came from avoiding it. Now, instead of choosing healthy habits based on fear, I try to make choices because they feel right and ultimately bring me joy and ease. How many of your healthy habits are really based on fear? Please visit StellarReflections.com or call 425-999-9836. That's 425-999-9836. Welcome back to The Christine Eptruch Show here in KKNW and Transformation Talk Radio. Um, Vincent, before we go any further, I want to make sure before our hour runs out that you can share with our listeners how they can connect with you and how they can support your really important events.
3: Thank you. Thank you, Christine. Well, the best ways to connect with us for the nonprofit Keep Music Alive would be through keepmusicalive.org. And from there, you can jump off to Teach Music Week, uh, which happens in March and Kids Music Day in October. And you can get involved in any one of those you know, holidays, either through a music school that you're involved in or a music activity you do already, or uh, perhaps volunteer at you know, another location that's, that's doing something for those holidays. So for, so
1: how do for, these events work?
3: So how it works is we, music schools and music retailers and other music organizations for Teach Music Week, what they do is they offer
0: a free lesson
3: to new students, to kids or adults, to get them started on, you know, interested in playing an instrument. Uh-huh. And, you know, we not only encourage that for these, you know, the stores and the music schools, but individual musicians, you know, like myself and yourself, anyone who,
1: is fabulous. And so um,
3: so for the book series that is a different website that okay. would be 88waysmusic.com and we're actually looking for stories for the next book coming out in August so if, if you or any of your listeners have an inspirational music story they would like to share you know they can reach out to us through 88waysmusic.com to submit the story.
1: Okay, so it's keepmusicalive.org for the nonprofit and 88waysmusic.com. Uh, for the, the book series,
3: of it. and of course, it's available on Amazon, Barnes and Noble, online mm-hmm. books a million as yeah. well. Yeah. This is The first, the first
1: book, and there are a lot of great stories in that book. Um, can do you have another story you'd like to share?
3: Yes, yes. Let me see. Uh, so this was kind of a little interesting, short, little anecdote. So many of us are familiar with, uh, at least in my age bracket, with uh, Harry Chapin.
2: Uh-huh.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. You know, some of his hits were uh, with the "Taxi" and "Cats in the Cradle." The
2: uh-huh. two that sure. he's
3: most known for, and he was up for the uh, best new artist and of the year for the Grammys back, and it was in 1972. So he was heading to the Grammys, and the story that is told to us, obviously. We're, we're good you know it could happen to anyone and just you know nonchalantly continued on in uh-huh. and just, just totally let it go and uh, to, to Howard Fields who was there as part of it I believe you know that was just an amazing example you know one of the many examples you saw in, in Harry Chapin how uh, he was such a nice genuine person and and it's a shame that we lost him so young
2: uh-huh.
1: so did he find another guitar to to use to perform oh, uh,
2: you know
3: I didn't get the rest of that story. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I imagine he borrowed a guitar. Yeah, I, mean, I guitars are fairly interchangeable, but, you know, when we have our own personal instrument, whatever it is that we're used to playing, uh, it's just a funny little thing, I'll tell you.
2: Yeah, it's like a pair you know, of socks. You don't really loan them out. I mean. Yeah,
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, well, <it's laughs> exactly, Benny. But the the funny thing is, there's a local songwriter, uh, performer that I perform with many times. In fact, I put one of his songs on my own CD. His name is Lee Goldstein. And Lee will tell the story. You know, he gets up on stage to play in an open mic or a show that we're doing. And, you know, it's a different keyboard than the one that he's used to playing. And, you know, he's just very deadpan. humor. He's like, you know, playing on someone else's keyboard up here, it's like kind of wearing someone else's underwear. It just not feel-right. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> totally boy. Totally deadpan. <laughs> oh, boy. And
3: we just, you know, we all roll over like, I can't <laughs> believe you just said that, Lee. <laughs> it's just, you know goes back to the time we were in a mall doing an event, you know, and this is in the early days of, you know, uh, streaming. I think it was even before streaming, you know, we had just CDs. And he was like, well, I hope somebody steals my CD. <laughs> oh. <laughs> just a minute. <laughs> you know, that means they like my music that much. That right, they right. Leave.
2: <laughs> yes, yes. Okay,
1: so, you know, if we want to encourage our children, our grandchildren to play music, how best can we support them in it?
3: I think the best way is to you know, try to get them involved and first take them out to music performances, you know, whether it's local oh, yeah. community events or uh, you know, concerts. If like, there's a band that was like, your favorite band you know, growing up, sometimes you can take them out to a concert you know, that was your favorite and let them experience that firsthand,
2: uh-huh.
3: and it gets them really excited about it. Uh, take them out to music performances by some of the local music schools and rock schools Uh, And offer them, you know, come sit to an instrument petting zoo where you can try different instruments. (laughs) What? uh, Instrument petting zoo. That's one of the many types of events that locations do for Kids Music Day. It's basically where you go in and you can try different instruments uh, with someone at each station to help, you know, demonstrate for you and get you started.
1: That sounds great. And what a crazy name.
3: (laughs) Yeah. And it's funny that I only heard of that name only about three, four years ago it was uh-huh. totally new to me and I had the same reaction you had <laughs> when I heard it I like, what? That's that's so awesome. So uh but you know, getting them involved uh and trying it, you know, sometimes they'll try the drums for like a little bit, you know what, that's uh-huh. really cool, but not really me. Right. You know, let me go try the guitar or the keyboard or, or even a ukulele. Uh just experiencing with it uh can really help and Another thing I recommend is your children. Our children are all listening to different music. Sometimes it's similar to what, you know, sometimes we get them hooked on our music. Sometimes they have their own music. Sure. But try to experience listening to what they're listening to and connect with them, talk to them about the artists and songs they like. Uh It's just another way that, as parents, where we can connect with our children and understand what is it, you know, what makes them tick, what makes them feel good. Right. Uh, And maybe go, you know, buy concert tickets to some of their favorite artists and, and go out, you know, to the concerts with them and, you know, that together and we'll probably relive some of our own childhood even though the music is enough 30 years forward sure <laughs>
1: well, sure we listen to and i know that back in the day when you and i were kids when we played music our parents heard it but these days the kids are you know got got the earbuds in or the headphones on and yeah yeah
2: so, so you know it's a to, mystery it, right
3: we have to make a concerted effort to you know you know remove the veil <laughs>
2: uh-huh, <laughs> take uh-huh. off the
3: headphones just put it on a There's this thing called
2: speakers.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You may have heard of them. I'm not sure, you know. Uh, And, you know, let's listen to it. Because you know what? When you feel the energy in the room, it's a different thing than when you have it on your headphones and your earbuds. You know, you feel the vibration. You feel the bass in your chest and like, wow. Yes.
1: And, and in fact, I, I think it's fascinating that there are some deaf people who, when they hear the music come through speakers, can dance.
3: They can absolutely feel it. And, and move to it. You know there are deaf DJs, uh, which amazes me.
2: Wow!
3: Uh, how they do it. But they, you're absolutely right because you can. They feel the music. Uh, they can sign to the music because they can feel how it's going.
2: Uh, Wasn't it one of the uh, DJs like Pete Tong, I believe?
3: I believe so. Yeah. yeah
2: he, there's a documentary yeah. done on him too. He feels like the bass and the beat through the floor.
3: Uh huh.
2: And so yeah. he can still mix music
1: to this day and makes. He mixes re- it. Yeah. Too. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Amazing wow. story on him, Pete Tong. By the way, yeah that's fascinating you know Vincent this hour has flown by Um, I'm so grateful you've joined us here today and I want to mention your websites again again, keepmusicalive.org and Um, 88waysmusic.com do you have like a 15 second final message?
3: sure sure I just recommend everyone you know try to listen to more music participate in music and uh, try to experiment with different styles of music and see what really can you know mean the most to you and your family and quiet is nice sometimes but music can definitely lift your energy
1: fabulous thank you Vincent and thank you for joining us here today I look forward to talking to you again soon bye everybody
0: you've been listening to the Christine Upchurch show stellar conversations to illuminate your journey each week, this show engages some of the most outstanding visionaries on the planet in lively dialogue to inspire you to become that bright light you're meant to be. Join Christine every Friday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time on KKNW, AM 1150, and TransformationTalkRadio.com. For more information about the transformative healing work of Christine, visit www.StellarReflections.com. And for weekly topics, visit www.Transformation. Talkradio.com